This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. The Jay Severin Show. Democrats sit on the floor and have a slumber party while they try to introduce gun control. And Loretta Lynch has to have some ties to the Islamic State. We'll tell you the connection in her administration. And the last cop, the driver of the van from the Baltimore Freddie Gray case, uh, is found not guilty. We'll get into all of this and so much more. I'm Lawrence Jones in for Jay Severn. It starts right now. Hello, Lawrence Jones in for J7 right here on the Blaze Radio Network. We want to get to your calls today, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. Thank you so much for tuning in to the program. Um, today, I just ask for you guys' patience as we walk through this show. Because we have reached uh, a point in American history where the radical left is just insane they're just insane we just buried 49 americans that lost their life just because of what they believed in and they want to throw a slumber party where they have pizza catered in and sleeping bags in the meantime nobody on the left, is concerned about the safety of Americans today. And I have reached my limit with them. I have reached the limit. And I just, I have been begging the Republicans to stand these last couple of weeks. Is there one person that will stand against the radical left? I think we may have one, people. Congressman Louis Gohmert from the great state of Texas. Let's hear the clip. Radical Islam killed these people. If you know it, a terrorist with a gun. Don't let terrorists have a gun. Don't let terrorists have a gun. Don't let terrorists have a gun. David, David. These radical progressives are saying, don't let terrorists have a gun. Don't let terrorists have a gun. Don't let, as if the watch list 
would prevent a terrorist who wants to kill Americans from getting a gun. There's because I guess there's no black market. I guess all these laws that they're inventing is preventing terrorists from getting guns. And then in comes Louis Gohmert responding to them. And he says, it's not about the guns. It's about radical Islam. And they still respond by saying, don't let the terrorists have a gun. I am sick of the libtards in America. They are going to kill us all because we have people in Congress that don't have a bat and literally are insane. These people are insane. They sat all night long with their catered pizza on the taxpayer's dime talking about it's about a gun when the man who shot the 49 innocent victims said it was about Islam. They are going to die on the sword of political correctness, and they're going to get us all killed because they failed to act. There has been numerous amount of investigations discussing what this enemy is. They have released their plan. The intelligence community has identified the enemy. Our generals have given the president a strategy. But Barack Hussein Obama and Valerie Jarrett and all the rest of the libtards in the White House are more concerned about political correctness than the safety of American citizens. And they continue with a slumber party on the taxpayer's dime. And the media is nowhere to be found but streaming this live as if this is a circus. Where are the tough questions being asked? Nobody wants to ask the tough questions anymore. The political rhetoric has to stop and it's time to start doing something. But no. If we take away the guns, that'll stop terrorism. How? So when they purchase it on the black market and innocent Americans can't defend themselves, then what? Because obviously we can't depend on the FBI. Hell, I'm sitting here looking at reports today. They have no clue where Omar Mateen's wife is. How, How in the hell did they let her loose? I don't understand it. I told you guys last week on this very program that the FBI needs to be watching not only the wife, but the father and mother. And Loretta Lynch admitted today they have no clue where she is. How is that? You tell me what that looks like. We're investigating her. She has admitted that she cased the scene and we don't know where she is. Give me a break. We are dealing with incompetent libtards. 
and they're going to get us all killed because they have a politically correct strategy and you cannot defeat the enemy with a PC culture in America. They are taking advantage like any other enemy would do. And we're supposed to stand on a sideline and be quiet? Are you kidding me? Paul Ryan should have had the members thrown out of the house. They disobeyed the rules of Congress, of the House. You can filibuster in the Senate. You cannot do that on the House floor. Where is the accountability? Meanwhile, the media is celebrating the first FaceTime on the House floor. How disrespectful to the people that send these bastards down there to do a job. And they have nothing to say for themselves but spend our money on their slumber party. Get drunk in the House floor. Using the people that died as political dominoes. But the media is silent. The leadership in the House and Senate is silent. And in the meantime, the enemy is literally gearing up for the next attack. And clearly, judging by the actions that we're doing right now, we don't have an answer for them. Or we maybe do have an answer. But guess what? We'll die on that sword of political correctness. There is no shame anymore. There is no respect anymore. These guys are literally lying to the American people. They have the intelligence. They know. They understand the threat. Why are we still investigating the cause of this attack when the enemy said it was about radical Islam? It's unacceptable. We need an answer. Americans need to feel safe. Instead, we're worrying about the guns when we should be worrying about the enemy. Loretta Lynch, I can't believe she had the guts to admit to the American public that they have no idea where Omar Mateen's wife is. You got to be kidding me. There should have been an agent telling her everywhere she goes. As a matter of fact, she should have been shipped in a box to Guantanamo Bay and questioned until we got the answers that we needed. This is not a game. But I guess, I guess I'm supposed to be silent. I guess I'm supposed to let our innocent Americans die again. I guess we're supposed to tuck our heads and not be fearful for our family's safety. I guess we'll continue to do business as usual and there will be another attack. There will be another speech. There will be another investigation and we'll do it all over again. 
They're forcing Americans in a corner where we have to defend ourselves. We can't depend on the FBI anymore because they're controlled by Washington. They don't have the flexibility to obey the law. They're controlled by Loretta Lynch, who gets her orders from Barack Obama. And I don't know where the hell he gets his orders from. It should be the people. But obviously it's not. Will there be an answer? Or will we continue to make the same mistakes? I don't know. But I can tell you this. I refuse to die at the hands of ISIS. I refuse to let my family and friends and loved ones die at the hands of ISIS. If our government will not defend us, I can bet you there's some patriots in the state of Texas and everywhere else in this union that will defend us. And you can bet your money on it. Lawrence Jones for the Blaze Radio Network. We'll be back in a moment. The Jay Severin Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Jay on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Lawrence Jones in for Jay Severin right here on the Blaze Radio Network. We still want to get to your calls. 888-900-3393. I tell you, um, national security isn't a game. It's never been a game. And... You know, I, I see your tweets, Lawrence, Lawrence, I, I, you, you're fired up. I'm fired up because our lives depend on it. Our lives depend on it. If we can't identify the enemy, if we can't call the enemy by its name, then we can't win. It's just that simple. We can't win. And as I noted in segment one, we're too busy having slumber parties than focusing on what we need to do to secure this country. And enough is enough. I alluded to it in the first segment, but Loretta Lynch confessed that she had no clue where the shooter's wife is. And it's unacceptable. We should be doing everything in our power right now to locate her. We should have never lost her. 
Why isn't there an investigator, a law enforcement official on her 24-7? Why is that? Why aren't we doing the jobs that the taxpayers pay them to do? Maybe it's because they're focused on the wrong thing. I want to take you somewhere. I'm not going to throw any accusations out there. I'm going to let you decide. I think it's important that you decide and you come to the conclusion. Loretta Lynch in the Department of Justice has a civil rights division. Now, many of you may know the civil rights division for whenever there is a uh, police shooting and uh, the person that is shot is a person of color, automatically the civil rights division gets involved. Uh, And the reason is because they always have to Go after the people that protect us. They can never just allow the justice system to do its part. Are there racist people in, a, in, in America? Yes. I'm not admitting that. So don't jump down my throat. But this DOJ Civil Rights Division is headed by this Gupta lady. I want to tell you what she had to say. She was the keynote speaker at this sold-out annual gala event of Muslims advocates in California. She told this crowd, to anyone who feels afraid, targeted, or discriminated against because of which religion you practice or where you worship, I want to say this. Now, she's talking to a Muslim crowd. We see you. We hear you. We stand with you. And if you if you ever feel that somehow you don't belong or don't fit in here in America, let me reassure you, to you, you belong. And this is the Muslim advocates of America. Are you kidding me? Where, where is that message to the American people that you see us, that you hear us, that you feel our pain, that you know that many of us are afraid? Where is that message to us? No, you go to a Muslim audience and I'm not saying that all Muslims are radicals before you jump down my throat. There are peaceful Muslims like Dr. Judy Jasser, who's on this network. But I do have a question as it relates to people that believe in radical Islam and many people that believe in Sharia law. I wonder how you can be a peaceful Muslim unless you're a reformer. Where is the ministration trying to hear our pain. No. They focus on their regular political talking points. They tell a Muslim crowd that they hear their pain. 
They also told them that they have grew their volunteer list of lawyers in the FBI to 130 lawyers to protect people that are innocent. Give me a break. How about growing the force to protect us? We got more when we come back. Lawrence Jones for the Blaze Radio Network. Severin, the Blaze Radio Network. The J. Severin Show. Welcome back to the program. Lawrence Jones in for Jay Severin. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you guys for listening and tuning in. I know I get fired up because of the constant mistreatment of American citizens and the people. If there are peaceful Muslims here in America, and I know there are, the administration should be telling them the same thing they're telling everybody else in America, that we're here to protect you, that we will defeat radical Islam, and we'll name radical Islam. I don't think that's enough too much to ask. I just simply don't. But, of course, I'm sure they'll say America has this Islamophobia culture that we're creating I'm sure they'll say that it's all our fault, that we caused this, that a videotape caused the stuff that happened in Benghazi to happen, where innocent Americans died. It's always our fault. It's never the enemy's fault. I just can't stand for that. I won't go along with that rhetoric. And... The people that say that stuff, I got to call them out, people. Nobody in the media wants to upset people today. It's all about getting along to get along. I'm sorry. I'm willing to stand up and be unified when you're on the right side. You can call sponsors and people that give money toward the cause and all that type of stuff. That doesn't influence me. I grew up poor. My mom had me at 16. I know what it means to have without, okay? So you can't scare me into supporting your position from a financial standpoint. There has to be truth in reporting today. And I think that's one thing that our boss, Glenn Beck, has tried to ensure. You wouldn't believe how many people went after this company because we stood against some of the rhetoric with Donald Trump. I'm here to tell you that it's not just with Trump. It's about every single policy choice that our government and these crony capitalists continue to make. We'll, we'll report on it. We'll call them out today. It's the Obama administration and DOJ and these libtards in the house. Tomorrow, there'll be something else. 
fair. We got to keep it fair. Uh, today, another story. Uh, the Baltimore cop who drove the vehicle in the Freddie Gray uh, case was found not guilty. Well, would you look at there? You see, they were so quick to come up with all these charges. And now, three for three, they have lost. They're zero for three. Every single case that they've put out, they've lost. Because guess what? They didn't follow the evidence. And instead of taking this defeat and learning from it, these people go back to race. It had to be about race. No matter if it was a black judge, it was about race. No matter if there are black officials all throughout Baltimore, it's about race. Why can't it just be the evidence that were that was presented found these people not guilty? Why? Why is that? Well, let's go to the mayor in 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 Baltimore. This is what she had to say. Listen to this libtard. And I'm telling you, I'm I'm calling these libtards because this is this is what they do. They never accept the facts as they're presented. They can never d- accept defeat, even when they're proven wrong. They just got to keep hitting the drum. Look at what she had to say after the judge released his verdict. Uh. The judge, Barry Williams, found Officer Caesar Goodson not guilty of all criminal charges. Officer Goodson was facing the most serious charge of the six officers charged in this case. Now that the criminal case has come to an end, Officer Goodson will now face an administrative review by the police department. We once again ask citizens to be patient and to allow the entire process to come to a conclusion. You know what? This is just total BS. The guy stood in a court of law where the facts were presented. Now, she wants an administrative review by the police department that she appoints the police chief and superintendent. She doesn't want justice. She wants it her way. They plan on destroying these cops. Even though the justice system that they say they believe in when there is a black judge, they they just can't accept defeat. They can't just offer apology. They have to hang these people. What is wrong with this system? What is wrong with this picture? The evidence were, was presented. The judge allowed both sides to present their arguments. You had a prosecution and defense. The prosecution hid evidence. 
tried all their dirty tricks without any repercussions. They still lost after trying to cheat the people and they dishonored the process and they lost. They lost the case because the evidence. And if this was a white judge, all hell would have been broke loose on the streets. But even having a black judge oversee this case. And he said, let me give you a quote from the judge said that the evidence was simply not there. And there was no way that officer Goodson would have known that Freddie Gray was injured until the final stop at Western district. And that's when a medic was called. He then said, The state using the term rough rod is a highly charged term that they fail to define. Well, I'll be damned. And they still are fighting this case. I guess we need three more cases on the taxpayers dying before they get it. It is unbelievable. That the damage that they're causing in America because they have an agenda. I talked about this the last program. Here in America, as it relates to the progressive left, it's no longer about what's right and wrong. They don't care about that. If it's right and wrong, they don't care. It's about their agenda. So even in a court of law, where both parties get to present their case, even after three cases, and they still got three more, even after the police chief does his investigation, it will still never be justice unless they get what they want. That is dangerous. Our founders didn't want it to be this way. It is more about political agendas now, then doing the right thing. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that we are in trouble. Because as we notice, as somebody with law enforcement experience, as someone who has been through the academy, as someone who has a criminal justice degree who went to the private sector, this is shameful. As someone who also advocates for criminal justice reform. I believe that it's damaging to our cause. And if we need anybody today, we need law enforcement officials. We need them, people. Maybe if the law enforcement today would have got the same information as the FBI, Omar Mateen would have never committed his acts may be. And what we see from this administration is a constant backhand to the very people that are actually abiding by the oath that they took to serve and protect our communities.
and it's shameful. A lot of these liberals, especially in urban communities, are the main people picking up the phone every single day to call law enforcement because the gun violence, the violence in general is too much to bear. And then you watch them have the audacity to parade in the streets and say, hang these cops, call them pigs. And as I noted in the beginning of this segment, I'm not saying there isn't bad cops. I'm not saying there isn't bad people. I'm not saying there isn't racist people. But the good outweighs the bad. And we should start acting like it. You take the cops off the streets of Baltimore. That's right. You've already scared them. Crime is up. You take the cops off the streets of Chicago, Philly, South Dallas, L.A., New York. You take these cops off these streets and come talk to me. The people that are bickering and crying and asking for these cops to be hung are the main people that need these cops. But that's not important to them. Their political agenda is what's important. And that, my friend, is dangerous and shameful. We got more when we come back. Lawrence Jones in for Jay Severin right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Jay Severin, the Blaze Radio Network. Is the Jay Severin Show. Welcome back to the program. Lawrence Jones in for Jay Severin. Thank you so much for tuning in. Still want to get to your calls. 888-900-3393. During the break, (laughs) I was going through my phone and uh, just looking at some stories as as it relates to um, the terrorists from um, Orlando. And I saw a report where his lover comes out and now he's saying not only was he gay, but his father knew he was gay and his wife knew he was gay. And that this has been a discussion uh, with his family for a while. Not only that, but his radical ties. Guys, this is what I'm talking about. We know the enemy. We know what they're capable of. Okay, people report this to the police. Co-workers report this to the police. We give him a license to be a security officer to uh, to uh, protect a uh, courthouse. A man who works at a gun shop, who owns the gun shop, reported that he was trying to take armor by armor, level three armor. All the pieces were there. You know what piece was missing? The heart and the courage 
to do something. That's what we're missing today, people. I can rant and rave about the enemy and who they are, what they're capable of, what their strategy is. I can bring national security experts. Buck has a whole show on this network talking about this. But if the people that are in high places, the people that we send to those places don't act, then it means nothing. It means nothing. One thing that I would like to note is that the FBI, and this is just from my law enforcement experience, the FBI doesn't want to work with the local police. And it's about time that they start turning over documents to the local police so they can police their own communities. We got more in the second hour. Keep it here. Lawrence Jones in for Jay Severin on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jay Severin Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to the program, Lawrence Jones, in for Jay Severin today. We got a big show for you. Uh, we talked about the war on terror and these libtards in Congress and how they're more concerned about their slumber parties and gun control than actually defeating the enemy. This is no different. And you think you would think that Obama and his cronies in Washington would take a hint. But, of course, they continue down the path of destruction. And the Supreme Court blocked them. Today, the Supreme Court blocked Obama's immigration plan. Now, uh, President Obama's immigration executive action came down in a tie decision that delivered a win to the state. And so many of you may remember uh, when the president decided that, hey, Congress isn't doing anything. I'll just do it. I'll just use my hand to correct things. Now, this is the same president that said, I am not the king in chief. I don't have the ability to do that. But of course, when he was out of power, when he didn't have the Senate and the House on his side, all of a sudden he became the king that he said he couldn't be. Well, the Supreme Court this time said, guess what, Obama? 
we're going to send this back to the lower court since this is a 4-4 vote. The Supreme Court also said the Constitution is clear. The president is not permitted to write law, only Congress. This is another majority victory, people, in our fight to restore the separation of power. That was uh, House Speaker Paul Ryan. And it's clear that the president continues to put his liberal policies in action. Meanwhile, we're worried about our security, and people wonder why Donald Trump is winning right now. It's because he said he was going to secure the border. Why would we want more people in when we're struggling as a country to just secure the border? Okay? We don't know who's on our side and who's not on our side. We don't know who's for us or against us. And I'm sorry, after situations like Kate Steinle and what happened to her, how she was murdered by a illegal. And there's many cases like that. And many people say, well, what, what does it matter if they're illegal or not? It matters because they shouldn't have been here. They should not have been here. And I'll tell you, if I'm Congress right now, if I'm a presidential candidate preparing to take office, what I'm telling people first is that the people that are committing crimes that are legal, those are the first people I'm getting rid of. They shouldn't be here. This is the land of the free. Many of these same people are saying they want an opportunity to what? Commit crime? Oh, I want to be heroes because of my family. A better life. Meanwhile, you're destroying the lives of Americans. And we're supposed to be okay with that? Give me a break. And I'm sure there are people who will say, the Republicans are racist. The Republicans are so racist. We don't care about immigrants We're a country of immigrants, but we're also a country of laws. Why can't we do it the right way? Why are we against the people when we want all people to follow the law? And I'm going to tell you something that concerns me the most is these mayors and district attorneys and sheriff's departments that allow these sanctuary cities. And they go unpunished. It should not be a choice to follow the law, especially when you take an oath to defend and protect the law. These mayors and sheriffs are criminals. And if we had presidents with any guts, just a lick of guts, I'm sorry, it was Obama and Bush that allowed sanctuary cities. If we had a president and a Congress with some guts and an attorney general with some guts, they not only would get these illegals, but they would get the very mayors, district attorneys, and sheriff's departments that protect them because innocent Americans are dying at the hands of illegal immigrants. 
And many people say, that's a racist thing to say. When did it become racist to, to demand that people follow the law? Nobody has any guts to say the truth. I want to ask these, these mayors one question. Do they feel bad about the deaths like Kate Steinle? Do they feel bad about that? Because it was at their hands. If they didn't protect that guy that murdered Kate Steinle was in America three years, was, was deported three times, and we let him back three times. He had a record that would surpass uh, many criminals in America, many American criminals. He just had a long rap sheet, but he wanted to be a part of society in America. Meanwhile, he was robbing people. He had violent uh, 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 assault charges, and we allowed him to come in and out of this country. But the border is secure. We've been more secure than ever. There's no problem with the border. We have deported more people. And in the next hour, we're going to talk about the legals crossing the border. We're going to get into the facts. ICE can't do their jobs. We've had Border Patrol agents on this program, and they they talk about the penalties and the uh, uh, indictments that they experienced, the workplace uh, uh, intimidation that they experience when they try to do their jobs. And as I indicated when we were talking about terrorists, right here in the state of Texas, we have a group of men and women that are civilians that protect the border. Why are they forcing Americans in tough uh, places? Many of those farmers and ranchers right there on the border, they get terrorized. Have you been to the border? Some of these congressmen and senators that vote on all these bills don't even go to the border. They don't spend time with the families that are on that border. How could anybody be against Kate's law? It is unbelievable the amount of apathy that these members of Congress have. If you don't like your job, Get out of the way and let somebody else serve. Maybe if they get out of the special interests and all these people that are filling their pockets and all these free lunches and dinners that they're going to, then maybe they'll understand what's happening. Republicans are to blame, too. They won't stand. Some of these uh, Republican leaders have promised the businesses that they will leave some of these illegal immigrants uh, alone so they can get cheap labor. That's a problem, folks. It's a huge problem. There's blood on the hands of both Democrats and Republicans. I'm sorry, folks. There's blood on both of their hands because nobody wants to do what's right today. It's all about crony capitalism and is a disservice to the men and women today that actually believe in capitalism. 
This is why you have these teenagers that are, you know, walking with Bernie Sanders, and they associate capitalism with crony capitalism. The greatest threat to capitalism is crony capitalism. I won't take that back, folks. And if you want to elect somebody like that, then knock yourself out. But I'm telling you, it hurts us all. And this uh, this illegal immigration is a crony capitalist machine. It is used by the crony capitalists that don't believe in the law, that believe in laws that benefit themselves, or they just want to abide by the law because it benefits their businesses. And I want to know, what I really want to know is what the Supreme Court is going to do. Because they, they've issued a verdict. They've told the president that he doesn't have the authority. One of my, uh, my governor, Greg Abbott, who used to be the attorney general, issued a statement saying, saying this. The action taken by the president was an unauthorized abuse of the presidential powers that trampled the Constitution and the Supreme Court rightly denied the president the ability to grant amnesty uh, contrary to the immigration law. That's exactly right. And I'll note this, that it's important that we get a solid conservative on the Supreme Court. If you don't listen to anything that I say today, take this to heart. If we don't get a conservative justice on the Supreme Court, It will affect us for years to come. You think things are bad now. You get a legal system that protects some of this madness. Right now, these politicians are doing things that are legal. Just imagine if there is a legal system that makes it legal. You think things are messed up now. All hell's going to break loose. They will flood these borders. There will be no borders, actually. We got to stand, folks. This was a step. But this is not a solution right now. It's just 4-4. What happens when it goes back to the Supreme Court? There needs to be a conservative justice there. And I want to know who's going to be the candidate to appoint that. We'll talk more about that after this break. Lawrence Jones in for Jay Severin on the Blaze Radio Network. This is Jay Severin on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Lawrence Jones in for Jay Severin. We want to get to your phone calls today. We thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Before we went to the break, I was talking about this amnesty and this culture that the progressive left um, is making the blame on the American people that just want people to abide by the law. But we're to blame. We're the racists. We hate immigrants. And it's causing 
uh, a lot of debate. And the Supreme Court basically said, hey, President, you got to follow the law. You can't make the law. That's just the fact of the matter. Um, there was a report that four, uh, 4.9 million illegals were eligible for amnesty if this law would have passed. That's how close. 4.9 million. Now, I want to take this to a, a different direction because I think it's important to understand why the left is doing this. And I, so I just want you guys to walk with me because most stations aren't going to tell you this. Out of that 4.9, about a million of those would be eligible to vote in battleground states. Lawrence, are you saying that the progressive left only really wants uh, these immigrants just so they can win an election? That's exactly what I'm saying. These people are corrupt. You think they care about these families? No. This is about their political agenda. This is about winning. Guys, I told you at the top of this program, with the left today, it is not about what's right and what's wrong. It is about winning. Who do you think these people are going to vote for? Do you believe that they could shift an entire election? If you don't, you better wake up and smell the coffee. They can definitely vote if the Supreme Court didn't knock it down. And I guarantee you this, they weren't going to vote for Donald Trump. They weren't going to vote for some of these Republican candidates. They were going to give their vote to the people that legalized this. This is amnesty, people. And then, let me tell you how corrupt the progressive left is. In the first block, I talked about how these illegal immigrants, many of them have committed crime. Now, I'm not saying all of them. I'm not saying they're all rapists, so don't jump down my throat. I'm not saying they're all murderers. I'm not saying all of them are bringing drugs. You know, you got to say that today because, you know, they'll start getting hysterical and, oh, Lawrence Jones is racist. How can he say that as a black man? You know, the whole routine that they do. So I got to preference it uh, before I get into this. A four-year request reveals that ISIS lowballed the number of offenses committed by criminal aliens. So I want you to check this out. And this was done by the president of FAIR, Dan Stein. Rather than end dangerous politically driven policies that have put a total 85,000 deportable criminal aliens back on the streets in the last three years, ISIS, I'm sorry, ICE, tried to hide them by providing grossly inaccurate information to Congress and the American people. They lowballed us, people. Now, 
I want to be clear. This isn't the Border Patrol agents and ICE. This is the leadership that's getting their orders from the president and his administration. They low-balled the number of people that are illegal in this country that had committed violent acts and criminal acts. That is insane. Somebody needs to answer for this. Where, where, where are the members of Congress now that are prepared to impeach the head of ICE? Because this was intentional. This was not a mistake. They intentionally lowballed Congress. This is fraud, people. And if we can't depend on the people that are pro- supposed to protect us to give us the right numbers, then who can we depend on? We got more when we come back. Lawrence Jones in for Jay Severin right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Keep it here. Jay Severin. Excelsior. The Blaze Radio Network. This is Jay Severin on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Lawrence Jones in for Jay Severin today. Thank you so much for tuning into the program. Um, If you are listening today, we want you to also be a part of the TV program today. I'm in for Dana Lash today at 5 Central, 6 Eastern, right here on the Blaze TV um, we got a jam-packed show today. We're going to talk about a little bit shooter. We'll talk about these libtards in Congress. Uh, we have some state representatives that will come in to talk about that type of stuff. Uh, it's a jam-packed show. Got some studio uh, members as well. Um, if you're listening today, uh, give us a call at 888-900-3393. We want to hear your thoughts. We got a caller. Rich, thanks for joining the program. Lawrence, what's happening, man? I'm doing good, brother. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, I watch on the TV, too, um, on Dana's show. Hey, Oh, I, man, I hope I don't bore you. You know, no, you guys are good. You're, you're, you, you have, you, you've got a different opinion than the others. It's, uh, it's a little, uh, <laughs> it's interesting. But anyway, hey, I watched Trump on the teleprompter, you know, and, and I got to tell you, I've completely changed my mind. You know, I'm I'm not considering that he supported an assault weapons ban and that he contributed to Hillary's presidential campaign or or that he thought that his pro-abortion sister would make a great Supreme Court justice. <laughs> I'll even I'm even willing to forget about how he decimated Reagan's 11th commandment of you know, don't talk ill of your fellow Republicans. You know, I wasn't going to vote for the most immature, unprincipled, invective-hurling Republican nominee in history, but now that I've seen him read a prepared speech on the teleprompter, I'm convinced he's someone. Tell 
Rich, tell me how you really feel, okay? okay. Tell me how you really feel. Lord, sarcasm <laughs> aside, sarcasm aside, when you hear the vultures in the media talk about, and I'm, and I'm speaking seriously now, talking right. about a candidate pivoting, okay, isn't that just code for hypocrisy? You know, apparently <laughs> the electorate in this country has been dumbed down or to the point where they have attention spans of a chipmunk. Well, well, let me tell you, here's the problem. Um, you know, I, I, I try to be fair on this program. Um, you know, I hold the candidates, whether it's Barack Obama or Donald Trump, to the same standard. And I can't criticize Barack Obama for doing something and then say that it's okay for Donald Trump to support it. Or Hillary Clinton to support it, and so I think sometimes viewers think I'm a be I'm, I'm being unfair to Trump, but I'm really not. I really want him to be honest with me about how he feels, so I can analyze him. But he's sometimes he you know he doesn't he's not honest with us. One and number two, you know he makes Barack, make fun of Barack Obama for using the teleprompter. I think he's gotten pretty good at it. Um, apparently, and um, how how. <laughs> You know, how's this going to disappoint all those people out there who basically know two things about um, why they support Donald Trump? Uh, uh, he's not a politician. And the other one is that he says what's on his mind. Well, apparently he's not saying what's on his mind anymore. <laughs> that, and I think that's one of those things where he's moving his campaign manager out that now that he's working with the RNC and other establishment Republicans, um, they're really trying to uh, pull him back a little bit, making him more presidential. So I'm curious on how his, you know, supporters are going to take that. Well, it's it's a different it's a different Donald now, and you know, <laughs> what you know, little hypocrisy there, Lawrence. I don't know. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I totally agree. So much hypocrisy. Thank you for your call, Rich. All right, Lawrence. Take care. I mean, Rich has a point. There is a lot of hypocrisy. And this is why I'm so concerned. I have nothing personally against Donald Trump. Uh, I judge him to the same standard as the rest of the candidates. But you got to be consistent. And I have a job to you view viewers, to our audience, to ask the tough questions. And Donald Trump doesn't like the tough questions. Um, and I'm, I'm tough on him because I need a president that's going to be able to secure the border to put us in a position where the free market can really work and not put constraints on businesses. I don't like crony capitalism. I'm not looking for a president to make it easier for businesses in the sense of getting policies in place that only helps them. I just want the government out of, out of people's business. Um, and so I got to hold him to that standard. Rich, thank you so much for your call. Um, Hillary Clinton, IT guy, invokes the Fifth Amendment more than 125 times. Now, uh, you know, I, I tell you this. This is a sad day for America because we can't get to the core of the, the one guy that knows what really happened with this server 
is getting given the Fifth Amendment. Now, I have no problem with his with him exercising his right. What I do have a problem with is that I have no doubt in my mind that Hillary Clinton paid this guy off. Because this is what they do. They lie. They're deceitful. They pay people off. They keep their mouth closed. Think about all those women that Bill Clinton messed around with. Think about how Hillary Clinton is truly an enabler. Think about the women in Arkansas. This family has a history of corruption and they keep getting away because they use the system and they're in positions of power. You know, there is a president's club. There's a president's club. They take care of each other. And I'm not even sure if Barack Obama even likes the Clintons. But the Bushes, the Clintons, you know, they're all in this circle. The powerful, the the wealthy, the elite, the presidents. You rarely see presidents even criticize each other, especially the former presidents. They keep their mouth closed because it's a club. But it's very, very disheartening that people that created, uh, committed crimes that are less, way less harmful to Americans' national security do time and have hefty fines. And it appears like Hillary Clinton is going get, to get off scot-free. That's unacceptable. It's unfair to the American public. And it surely reinforces, surely reinforces that the powerful, the wealthy, and the well-connected play by a different set of rules. And that, people, is why you have a rise of a Bernie Sanders and a Donald Trump. Because people are sick of it. They are sick of being taken advantage of. They're sick of being lied to. Why can't the FBI do their job? They have a duty. The president says that he doesn't get involved with investigations. That's not true. We have emails. We have documents. We have sources that says not only the president, but his senior advisors like Valerie Jarrett get involved with the business of the law. These aren't law enforcement officials. These are bureaucrats. These are politicians. Allow the people to do their job. And it's just not fair to the American public that she keeps getting away. Do you think Barack Obama is actually going to allow an indictment after he endorsed Hillary Clinton? That would be an embarrassment. Come on, people. Let's not play games. There is no way Barack Obama is going to allow Hillary Clinton to go down after he endorsed her. Not only is he going to make sure that the DOJ releases any charges that they may be thinking of, but he's going to make sure they release it in a timely fashion where it couldn't do any damage to her. Mark my words. Remember, 
This is the same DOJ that changes intelligence. This is the same DOJ that just doctored the tape of the terrorists in Orlando, Omar Mateen. The president has his hand on the intelligence and the Justice Department. Simple. Every time there is an attack on the homeland, every time there is a police shooting, you don't think that the president is directing the DOJ? If you don't think that, then I I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. This is not the government that they taught you in grade school. Corruption does happen. People get away with criminal acts. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I hate to be the person to break it to you. And today is no different. Hillary Clinton will not smell the jail cell. This is the same lady that lied to our troops' parents. Said it was about a tape. It's about a tape. It had nothing to do with terrorism. This is the same lady that said, I did everything to protect them. Meanwhile, we look at the emails where they're begging for help, begging for help. And she did nothing to prevent the attack. Absolutely nothing. And they want us to trust her now? She's hiding evidence. She had them destroy the server. And you want this to be the commander in chief? You think this is okay? There is no excuse, America. When we get what we get, because there's going to be a point where we have to choose our candidate, we will know the record. There is no excuse. There won't be any of those, I didn't know what they were capable of. Both of these candidates have shown us what they're capable of. How about we start taking them at their word for once? Can we do that? There is a clear choice in this election. Tough choices, but it is clear. And Hillary Clinton is the biggest fraud, and there is no reason why she shouldn't be locked up. We got more in the last segment today. Lawrence Jones in for Jay Severin right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Jay Severin on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jay Severin Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Lawrence Jones in for Jay Severin right here on the Blaze Radio Network. Can't thank you enough for tuning in. Um, You know, there, there are certain things that the elected officials do, especially those that are supposed to serve the interests of America that concern me. And this story is no different. The State Department is expected to spend 
million on a cartoon series for Pakistan. Uh, this $1 million from the taxpayer are expected to promote a, li- a living, uh, living a healthy lifestyle, drug-free lifestyle, and women empowerment for the kids of Pakistan. You got to be kidding me. Good grief. Can they take care of America first? How about we take that money and invest in counterterrorism? This is why people in America are so frustrated because they just want our country to take care of us first. And we're blowing money on other countries for cartoons. And I'm sure I'm going to get some hate mail. Lawrence hates the kids. He hates other He hates the Pakistani kids. This has nothing to do with the kids. It has to do with taking care of your country first. They keep telling us, they don't have the money for counterterrorism. They keep saying they don't have the money for more security. They don't have the resources for this. Meanwhile, we're spending all this money on cartoons for Pakistan. The same people, you know, that said they didn't know about, you know, Osama bin Laden compound. Those people. Oh, Lawrence, you can't say that. Don't touch that. Yeah, I'm saying it. The compound was blocks away from their capital. And you mean to tell me they didn't know? Give me a break. And we're going to reward them with $1 million for their kids? You got to be kidding me. They have no guts. You'll get to catch me today on Dana on the Blaze today, 5 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Central Talk to you guys tomorrow. I'll be on Buck's show. Take care. Jay Severin on the Blaze Radio Network.